Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a seat. Delicious food to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drink is dandy. You are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad. Brian is back from the Black Dahlia murder. Tom Gabriel Warrior. Eric Green from Simple Tour. Ross Dolan from Immolation. We are Gorgasm. This is Metaphone Crater. We can already see a body count. Turns from Suffocation. Phantasm Podcast. Join your host, Corey Gorkrest, and Dr. Vincent West for exclusive interviews with the sickest bands in metal and more. Head over to cultofantasm.com. The only gravesite for all things horror and death metal. No filler, all killer. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Ah! 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 Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor with the Phantasm Podcast. My next guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one because I love this guy, man. Rob Barrett from Cannibal Corpse. What's up, man? Oh, how's it going, Vincent? Pretty good. Hello, everybody. Hey, thanks for doing this, man. Really appreciate you taking the time to do this. And, of course, Cannibal's new album is coming out uh, April 16th through Metal Blade, Violence Unimagined. And uh, I'm ready to just jump right into this thing with you, man. Let's start with track one, uh, Murderous Rampage. What can you tell us about that opening track? Uh, well, that's the first track on the record, and that one, I um, wrote the music to that one, and I asked Paul to write the lyrics, because he was writing all the lyrics for um, all the music that Pat was writing, and now that he's not with us, he, I decided that I wanted to keep Paul's lyric writing intact, so I asked him if he could write lyrics to that song. And um, it worked out well. It ended up being the opening track, and it's a pretty straightforward song. Um, you know, nothing, no, nothing too technical about it. It's just a straightforward ripper, I think. Yeah, it's a hell of a way to kick off the album. I love the title too. Classic Cannibal Corpse. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, and let's see, uh, track two, uh, Necro. Let's see, Necrogenic. Resurrection. Yep, that's a Webster song that he wrote, and um, that's like a really, it's, I think it's one of the catchiest songs out of the bunch, and that's why we ended up having it second in the order. And it's a really interesting song riff-wise, I think, um, as a bass player, he writes a lot of his stuff sounding like a guitar player, it's pretty <laughs> wild. So it's always exciting when he comes up with new stuff because he always makes it interesting. It's never like the same every time around. And um, it's an exciting song. I think it's got some really good riffs in it. Oh, yeah. It's it's killer, man. Real catchy. Uh, and let's see. Uh, track three, uh, Inhumane Harvest. Yeah, well, that's the first song that we just released last week. And... Uh, that one I wrote the music and lyrics for, and um, <clears throat> that one, it just came together really quick, and fortunately, it ended up being one of the catchier songs out of the bunch. I think everybody decided that as well, so right. 
that's why we ended up decided to release the album first. And what can you tell us about that one lyrically? Well, that one's about the this underground organ trade that's going on in the, uh, you know, kind of in the underground crime scene. <laughs> right. And I just, I just thought it was an interesting story to write about, you know, because it's something real that's happening that a lot of people probably don't realize is happening probably on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Or sometimes getting abducted and then they wake up missing a kidney or something. (laughs) It's terrifying, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't have to make stuff up. Like, the scary stuff is actually really happening right there in front of you. You just don't really see it unless you look. Right, right, exactly. And uh, let's see, track four, uh, Condemnation Contagion. Track. He wrote the music and lyrics to that one, and uh, he, he's just bringing a whole new element to the to the sound of the band, music-wise, because he obviously has his own style. And um, I think he just did a great job of when he started writing the music. You know, we weren't really sure how it was going to sound in the context of Cannibal Corpse, but sure. I think he really did a good job um, like being able to make it sound like Cannibal Corpse, but it still sounds like Virgin at the same time, so I think I think it's working out well, and um, hopefully everybody will agree. I'm sure everybody won't, but you, know, you can't win everybody over in one day. Man... <laughs> You guys couldn't have picked a greater dude. I think producer-wise, he's the Scott Burns of 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 now. You know, production-wise, I love him. He's a beast guitar-wise. You know, obviously Morbid Angel, I Hate Eternal. You guys are the you and man. You and him are the best duo in death metal, as far as I'm concerned. Now, Rob. Oh man, well, I appreciate that. That's really cool of you to say that because I really I've been looking up to Eric as a guitar player for years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it makes everything that much catchier to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just been a great friend of all of ours since back in the Ripken Corpse days. We've known him since, you know, 80, 89, somewhere oh, around there. Right. So, yeah, he's... Yeah, definitely not like he's the new guy at all. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's a perfect fit for you guys. I can't applaud you guys enough for that. Um, I love him. But yeah, man, it, and you guys, you're all do it. Now, real quick before we jump to track five, can you talk a little bit about, did you guys duel off on this guitar-wise on this record? Is the record mainly you or like recording-wise or how did that work? Um, no, well, I t- we just took the approach of, you know, whoever wrote the song tracks, both of the guitars, that's just the best way that it goes. Oh, nice. That way for years. Um, yeah, whoever writes the song will track the guitar, and then in the case of Alex's songs, we just split up his songs to where, you know, well, Eric ended up doing three of his songs, I was supposed to do two of them, and he was going to do two, uh-huh. but then there was some parts in one of Alex's tracks where I was just like, 
say, you know what, I just think that it would probably sound better if you just tracked it. Okay. I'm not like one of these like alpha male kind of guitar players. <laughs> like, oh, well, I need to play everything, whatever. Right. Like, I know Eric is an exceptional guitar player as a rhythm guitar player and a lead player, so... I just, I, I knew that it, it probably would have ended up coming out better if I just stepped back and let him track the song. And sure. Yeah, it, it came out great. Ah, best tandem in death metal, I'm telling you. I'm going to keep saying that throughout this interview. I, you guys, I'm so thrilled about the lineup. It's amazing. Um, great. Yeah, let's see, track five, uh, Surround, Kill, Devour. Yeah, that's, that's a Webster song, music and lyrics, and... Um, yeah, it's it's a different approach. Like since he moved, like he doesn't live here in Tampa area anymore. Like since he moved to the other side of the country, okay, four years ago, like he'll end up, you know, just sending us his songs after he finishes them. And uh, yeah, when he sent this one, I was just like, wow, man, this is just a really crazy song. Like <laughs> there's so much fast down kicking in the middle part. Like, <laughs> so it was just, I knew as soon as I heard it, I, I asked Eric, well, you're going to track this one. <laughs> just, it was just obvious, like, you know, Eric was, you know, he has the stronger uh, down kicks than I do. So I just, you know, passed that one on to him, obviously. He did a great job. It sounds so tight. Oh, it's excellent, excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, let's see, track six, Ritual Annihilation. And now that's another Eric song. He ended up writing three songs, music and lyrics. And, uh, yeah, this one is, uh, I think this is probably the most cannibal one that he wrote out of the three that he wrote. Like, it just all came together for him. Like he said, uh, this one just all fell together pretty quickly. And um, I love the the break in the middle, just that slow riff in the middle part. It's oh, sick. nice! <laughs> and on when you guys is it is it fun having him in the band and also being producer as well? Do you like that? Oh yeah, it's just like it's always positive vibes from him. You know, we're always like getting along great. There's no you know negativity going on with him. He's always in a good mood. Even when stuff's going bad for him, like he just he's professional enough to just keep things positive, you know. Like right. We've recorded with him back, you know, in the past where like something in his personal life's going badly, and like he just he keeps positive and he's just focused on the work that he has to do. That's really professional. It's incredible. It's awesome. Um, yeah, he's just always fun to be around while he's joking around and laughing and keeping things <laughs> fresh. That's great, man. And yeah, and Ritual Annihilation's a killer track, man. Uh, but yeah, that one definitely, finding out now that that's a Rutan track, that's, it's, but it's definitely Cannibal, you know, that one. Um, yeah, and that's like what I'm really impressed about because I didn't really know at first, like, oh, is everything that he can, is he going to write stuff that sounds like Hate Eternal? <laughs> right. Like it just sounds like cannibal. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, Paul's playing drums on it, and that really makes a lot of the stuff have that cannibal identity. 
yeah. Kind of puts that cannibal stamp on things as his drumming. Absolutely. Every time. Love it. Uh, let's see. Track seven, Follow the Blood. That one um, is the last one uh, music-wise out of the four songs that I wrote. And uh, that one just came together because I, I just really wanted to write a slower song um, that just had this sludgy riff. Sure. The second riff in the song. Yeah. It's just really sludgy and has this weird bending part to it. And I was like, man, I want to use this riff somehow. So I just I intentionally wrote that song just to really try and take it somewhere else and make it sound different than the rest of the stuff. It's really cool. I like that one. It's coming out really good. And everybody else loved the song, too. I think we might end up playing that one live as far as you know from what the other guys are saying nice nice yeah that's that's a killer one man I, I like the the music to that one it's different I like it yeah especially like with um the the solo that Eric does in it is probably one of my favorite ones nice yeah it's dude it's like I said, you guys are the tandem now. It's just ridiculous. It's the, it's the new blueprint. It's it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, we've moved on to this, um, you know, it's just kind of like a new phase of the sound of Cannibal. I think we're just incorporating some more melodic stuff, especially lead-wise. But, you know, we're still doing the heavy shit. We're just combining this new element that wasn't in the earlier stuff. Like that not the melodic element. Sure, sure. It's fantastic, man. It really yeah, is. I don't think it I don't think it takes away at all. I think it adds to just more catchy more catchiness and yeah. more memorable stuff. Yeah, man, more depth. It's it's beautiful. Love it. Uh let's see, track eight, and this is probably my favorite title off the album. Bound and Burned. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually the first one that I wrote out of the bunch that I wrote and um that one came together pretty quickly because that was stockpiling riffs for months before we even started, you know, working on songs. Like, Paul and I will get together in the room and I'll just start showing them riffs that I'm trying to put together. And then we work on arranging the song together, which is, you know, it's more... I think it has Paul more invested in the songs when I have him being part of the arrangement. Sure, the sure, absolutely. Yeah, like it, it seems like he's just more invested in it when I'm when I'm working on arranging stuff along with him as opposed to just handing him a whole song complete already. So yeah, this one came together pretty quickly because I had all the riffs. We just had to work on the arrangement, and yeah, this one is kind of one of my favorites personally just because I purposely wanted to have this whole middle section where it's like one line of singing and then a quick solo and then another line of singing and then you know going back and forth from um, singing to soloing and that middle section it is really cool in that way Oh yeah, man! It's that one's that's a, that's that one's nasty. I like that one, man, a lot. That's a, that track is <laughs> it's it's good. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, track nine, slowly sawn. That's another Alex song, music and lyrics. Which um, uh, there's some 
Yep. <laughs> like, it, you know, he'll take you on a little roller coaster ride with the timings of stuff. And, um, it always, it, it always makes sense in the end after I, you know, learn how the riffs go. But when I first hear it, I'm like, wow, this is kind of weird. <laughs> and then it just starts making more sense to me after I learned the part. Like, oh, wow, this totally makes sense together now, so... Yeah, that's just a really interesting song riff-wise and some cool timing is going on with the drums and stuff. Yeah, it's I love the it's that you can tell it's Alex is so crazy sound and you know like uh but it, man lyrically that one's got to be over the top. <laughs> I was like I love the title, it's great. Yeah, I know George had a fun time singing that one cuz <laughs> you know, we were just kind of laughing about it. Now he'd throw in words really quick, and you know, slowly, 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 he would <laughs> say it like really quickly after each other, and we were like, "Damn, that's crazy!" <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting seeing how differently each of us write music and lyrics, but it all comes together under one flag of cannibal corpse. It's incredible. It really is incredible. This record is one of the best records y'all done. I, I love it. I really do. Uh, let's see. Track 10, Over Torture. Over Torture. That's Eric's song that he wrote. Um, that's one of the three that he wrote music and lyrics to. I believe that might have been the very first one that he wrote, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. And, um, Jesus, that one's just like a savage straight-ahead bruiser, you know, not really that long of a song. Because I remember when he sent it to us and I first listened to it, I was like, wow, this is over-the-top, crazy, heavy. And I, I was just thinking, wow, man, you know what? He could have actually, like, made the song a bit longer because it sounded a little short to me at first. Right. But he was like, but, bro, that's the way I want it. <laughs> 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 he, he just wanted it straight in your face, in and out. And I was like, wow, that's cool, because that's, you know, what old cannibals was all about. Oh, yeah, it's like getting hit in the like face with really a bat. Short, quick songs. <laughs> Oh, it's be it's great, man. It's and that yeah, that one's definitely old school. That that's that's a very standout track. I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a bruiser for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is that one you're all talking about playing live? Maybe. Um. Well, actually, uh, we were talking about doing um, condemnation contagion. Oh hell yeah, hell yes, that would be great. <laughs> That would be great. But yeah, it's oh, this record's so good. Um, let's see. And then the final track, track 11. And I think I'm saying this right. Ceremonies, is that right, of the flayed? Yep, Ceremonies of the flayed. And that's, uh, <clears throat> that's one of Alex's as well. And I'd say that was probably like his most unique one out of the batch of his four that he wrote. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's just very different than the other three songs that he wrote, which is good because... Especially having, you know, three guys writing, it, it really makes for some variety, you know? Like, um, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> there's going to be a bunch of other people that are going to disagree and say it all sounds the same to them. <laughs> but of course, that's 
Sure, sure. sure. People that don't get it. <laughs> it shows a lot of variety. Like it's just you can tell that it's not just one person right and everything. And that's like a good strong point that we have of having you know three different guys writing music. Oh, absolutely. And Alex's stuff always has its stamp, just like your stuff does. And then, you know, with Eric coming in now and his stuff obviously has got its own stamp. I love it, man. A lot of variety on the record, and it's still cannibal, you know? And it's and it's nastier than ever, man. This record is one of the nastiest things you guys have done. I love it. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's great. I mean, that's what I think is... It's really something that we could pride ourselves on when, like, most people could actually pick out, like, who wrote what stuff after a certain point, like, I think people are getting to understand everybody's different writing style and, you know, they could actually figure out, oh, yeah, he wrote this one, he probably wrote this one. They get it wrong sometimes, but, <laughs> hey, at least they're trying. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, man, the cover art, wow. I can't say enough about the cover. Your all's cover art's always, you know, so catchy and awesome and nuts. And the new the new cover art, man, uh, it's, it's great. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it. We've stuck with him for the whole time since day one you know and um i just on that front we just we don't really think that we need to change to something else because everything that he's done has been so good that i, I just think it would be a mistake to, to have somebody else do the artwork at this point you know absolutely into the game we just should just stick with him Absolutely, man. And he always does such a great job. It's always so exciting when it, you guys put out a new record to see what he's come up with. And this time, he really knocked it out of there. I love it. It's 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 wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we definitely wanted to have some, you know, there's been some album covers where it's been hit or miss, where we're like, oh, man, it's not quite exactly what we were going for. Like, maybe not as graphic as we would have liked it, you know? Sure. A lot of fans complained about that, like, oh man, it's not brutal enough, they're fucking getting tame or whatever. And it's like, you know, when you have an artist, uh, you know, making a painting for you, as soon as it's done, you can't, like, erase the canvas and ask them to start over again. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes there's not enough time to ask them to do something else. Like, sometimes we just have to go with what he came up with. Just because of deadlines and whatnot. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, there's a few of the album covers that, you know, I wasn't personally 100% like, oh, man, this is perfect, this is great. That's why it's hit or miss, you know, same with the music. It's either, you know, you satisfy yourself or you're, you're stuck trying to satisfy everybody else. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, man, this... Yeah, this one, he definitely knocked it out of the park. Because we were like, you know what? I mean, with that title, Violence Unimagined, we, we have to let's just go brutal and make it as graphic as possible. It's so great. An uncensored version, obviously, because we knew we were going to need one, seeing the uncensored one. Right. <laughs> it's great. We were just like, well, obviously, you know, some stores ain't going to want to sell that. Right, right. And that's, again, that's back to classic cannabis stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, we're used to that anyway, obviously. So we were like, well, you better paint a censored version. 
I haven't got to see the censored one. I always, I, I always buy both copies, especially back in the day. You know, like, like Gallery of Suicide or Tomb of the Mutant. I always like to have the censored CD too, just to have the different cover. I loved all that stuff. So, yeah, and that's what makes it great. Is like, you know, if we can't um, use the, the uncensored one everywhere, then you know you have the choice of two. So, right, which is which makes for more variety. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's great. And then, um, obviously, talk about this real quick if you don't care. Like pending pandemic, you, I'm sure you guys are wanting to get back out there on the road. You guys are a touring machine. Can you talk a little bit about like what you hope you know to happen with that? Obviously, this whole thing's been a fucking shit show. But well, yeah, I mean, our plan was to start touring again, like before all this COVID stuff started shutting everything down our game plan back from when we stopped touring in November 19 was alright we'll stay at home write a new record record it and then hopefully be able to release it by November you know the one that just passed (laughs) and um like we and then tour for it because you know when you release an album you want to tour to promote it so that ended up getting shut down because we couldn't book any tours so you know we just decided to hang on to the release of the record until April in the hopes of being able to get back on the road sometime right this year before you know the albums are going to be old by the time we start touring <laughs> right yeah it's crazy um, man I, I hate we're just like waiting to figure out when we can actually get back out there so we're just Right, right, yeah, and I hate that for all the bands out there. It sucks, you know, because it's just it's it's just been a it's been a nightmare. But it's just you know, obviously for people just mentally and everything else. But it's just it's just been a grind. It's, I can't imagine what it's been like, you know, as a recording artist. You can't you can't tour, you can't perform. You know, it's just it's really annoying. So yeah, this is something that we've never had to deal with before. Because as you know, we're always on the road if we're not sure. at home writing or recording like we, we want to be out there as much as we can absolutely man absolutely well you guys have knocked it out of the park with violence unimagined and that comes out april 16th from metal blade records rob i cannot thank you enough man and i'm telling you you and eric are the new guitar death metal tandem i'm telling you, you guys are that's i i'm blown away it's it's unreal well, i appreciate that that's like really awesome compliment and i can't tell you how much i appreciate everybody out there Hell yeah, man! It's it's good stuff, and the album is fucking unreal. Tell the other guys it's killer. I love Eric and the band. Thank you so much for doing this, and we will see you out there on the road, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time to yeah, do this. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it as well, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right. Hopefully, we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Take care, man. Take it on the will be sold Slow flight of a blind on the chest 